everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine, and I am so happy to have you here. Technically, it's still Thanksgiving for me, but I'm going to do the show a little early. I'm full of turkey and ham and cranberry and whatnot. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I'm sure you did. Everybody got to see their families. That's not always the best, but uh, for some people, I guess you may like that kind of shit. Um, So, again, from me to you, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did I really just say happy Valentine's Day? Hi, uh, <laughs> I'm Joey Thanksgiving, and I'm uh, wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. Happy Thanks-fucking-giving. Feliz Acción de Gracias. Glad Saxon Gagoslag, if you're Swedish. Frohes <laughs> Erten Dankfest, if you're German, uh, or you're nasty. <laughs> and to my surprisingly loyal and large Japanese fan base, I don't know how to say... Happy Thanksgiving in Japanese. I looked it up on the Google Translator, and it came back with the Japanese symbols, and underneath it, it said, Happy Thanksgiving, and this is the, uh, the when I asked it to say it for me, this is what it did, because I was asking it to say the Japanese characters. This is what it gave me. Happy Thanksgiving. And there you have it. Virtual racism. I didn't do that. That's Google, okay? So direct all letters to Google, okay? I insult your honor by not having looked it up beforehand, but anyway, let's get on with the fucking show. Oh, yeah, you know I'm going to talk about the Cowboys very briefly for those of you that are haters, but the Cowboys did have a nice little win there in Arlington tonight against the New York Giants, putting us at 8-3 and three, and the Giants at 7-4. and four. That is a huge division rivalry. The Eagles are running away with the record, so we got to do some catching up. Unfortunately, it's a very, very tight division. Great game. Now, a funny thing happened during the game, and I went ahead and recorded it to share it with you guys. See, one of the tight ends for Dallas, he scored two touchdowns, and then a third time, he went and he ran to the end of the end zone, and they got this giant, you know, those uh, those buckets. Uh, that they, that you give money to with the guys ringing the bells, the Salvation Army. Well, they get one of these giant fucking ones that you can actually, like, put a human into. I don't know why, but it's just always been there. And it started last year with Ezekiel Elliott scored a touchdown, and then he ran, and then he jumped into this giant red pot. Okay, so when uh, Gleason, I think his name is, scored a touchdown, he's a tight end, he went and he ran, and they all of the tight ends jumped into the bucket, and they did this stupid, embarrassing whack-a-mole thing. Like, they all pretended to be whack-a-moles, and then he was whacking them with the football. I'm so fucking embarrassed. And I'm, I'm ripping on it. See, like, this is the kind of thing if another team did, I would go on for, like, an hour about. But it's the Cowboys, and I'm still bitching about it, so that's how fucking stupid it was. But anyway, as the announcers were talking about tight ends, which is already a very funny expression, tight end, especially on this show, when I constantly have friends of mine say things like, I like bad stuff. You know, or sticking my tiny little ass. <laughs> I should start this whole fucking show over. So anyway, when he said this, I had to actually rewind it. And because I was like, did I hear that right? Did I, or am I just hearing what I want to hear? But here it is. I went ahead and recorded it. Turn it up for you. Three touchdowns by tight ends makes my tight end happy. Okay. Did you catch that? Let me play it for you again. Three touchdowns by tight ends makes my tight end happy. Three touchdowns by tight ends makes my tight end happy. (laughs) Now, 
I know that I have a way of twisting and turning things and using other people's words against them and making everything sexual or into especially into butt stuff. But I'm not reading that one wrong, right? I mean, when he said it makes my tight end happy, he's talking about his butt, right? That's not just me, is it? Three touchdowns by tight ends makes my tight end happy. So uh, I, I guess I can say that I have officially adopted a new expression on Fat Guy Loves Cake, and it will be, that makes my tight end happy. <laughs> uh, right, Lafayette? Hi, this is Lafayette from Nerds Talking the Podcast, and I want you to stick it in my tight little ass. Yeah, he does. He really does. It's Okay, so if you listen to the last show, you may remember that I was talking about how I can't use copyrighted music anymore because if I use it for monetary gains, then Spotify has to yank the show and blah, blah, blah. And so I have been using karaoke stuff or just my own music to start the show. Like I take a song I want to, you know, intro the show with, like I did last time with Bust a Move, which turned tragically bad. Uh, well, no, I didn't actually play the karaoke version of Bust a Move because of how horrible it was. I did find a karaoke version that was decent, but I played you guys the karaoke version too, you know, where it's like, don't, 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 <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Uh, oh, what's that? You've forgotten what it sounds like? Okay, well, I can play it for you again. <laughs> okay, so prepare yourselves. I got Brass Monkey. <laughs> I got Brass Monkey to use as my intro song. And then I was like, okay, well... Uh, I got to use the karaoke version. Oh, and by the way, it's not karaoke, okay? And I apologize. I dishonor my Japanese audience when I use that word incorrectly. Karaoke in America is how we say it, but it's actually pronounced karaoke. So from now on, I will be using the correct pronunciation because it's how it's said, karaoke. So the karaoke version of uh, Brass Monkey turned out to be pretty fucking awful. Let me give you the original Brass Monkey. Right? <laughs> Good stuff. That's what we grew up on. That's right. Okay, now, so here is the uh, <laughs> karaoke version of Brass Monkey. Prepare yourselves. It's it's something. Sounds like a Macklemore song now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh That's right. (laughs) Uh, 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 What? What? Uh. Okay. All right, all right. I'll stop. I don't know (laughs) what... Catholic school boys choir, they got to sing the fucking chorus of this song. Where you brass monkey, that funky monkey, brass monkey, that funky monkey. Oh, that brass monkey, he's funky, brass monkey. You know, it's just awful, and I apologize to the African-American community. If any of you have ever witnessed like a gang of white like people from Nebraska or something drunk at a bar and get up on stage and sing that, because I can only imagine how absolutely horrible it was. So uh, I went ahead and I used the actual Brass Monkey 
from the Beasties as my intro because I've used them before and Spotify has never taken my show down because I would imagine that being as cool as they are, uh, they're not going to pull Lars Ulrich on me and try and get my shit taken down. Okay, so Brass Monkey came out in the 80s. And until today, I didn't know what Brass Monkey was. I always assumed it was a, a drug. And it got me thinking about other 80s tunes that had the same theme. Remember, there was Spanish Fly, and then Tone Loke had Funky Cold Medina. All right. So apparently in the 80s, all these rappers had all these drugs, you know, that were like, I don't even want to use the R word, but you know, but you know, they were drugs for enticing women into doing things they would normally not be so accepting of. So I looked up Brass Monkey, and Brass Monkey happens to be an actual alcoholic drink that was sold in the 80s in the New England area. And it's a, so it's a cocktail. It's not a college football player drug. It is just good old alcohol. It's one part dark rum, one part vodka, and one part orange juice. So it's basically a screwdriver with some dark rum in it. That's fucking boring. I'm very disappointed. But the Beasties also mentioned Spanish Fly. Remember Spanish Fly? There was a song about it. The Beasties mentioned it. Tone Loke even mentioned it along with his funky cold Medina. So what is Spanish Fly? Well, let's take a look. Spanish Fly, according to the SpanishFlyDrops.com website, the people who literally to this day still sell and market and claim to have over 1 million customers, still make Spanish Fly. It's a liquid. It comes with a dropper. Anything that comes with a dropper means it should be taken in extreme moderation. So according to the website, Spanish Fly is a myth that may have roots in reality. Spanish Fly, the original Viagra, is made up of what are called green beetles, or their nickname is the Spanish Fly. And these green beetles are ground up into a paste. And supposedly, it makes an aphrodisiac that has an effect on women and men. Ground beetle powder mixed into beverages and consumed increases levels of sexual desire. In reality, the active ingredient in the beetle, known as cantharides, is the active ingredient that spurs the genital inflammation. Cantharides draw blood to your genitals, causing them to swell when you pee. Well, I mean, I'm no advertising executive, but I'm fucking sold. What the fuck, man? Who did they let design this website? It's a pretty nice website, but I, I kind of think that as owner of Spanish Fly Drops, when the person or persons that I hired to do my ad campaign came to me and their selling point in the Cantharides was draws blood to your genitals, causing them to swell when you pee, might want to be something you omit. You know, you're sitting there, you're in your boring executive meeting, you're like, ah, Jesus Christ, what is okay, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, makes you just horny, and blah, blah. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hold on. Could you back up again? Uh, to which parts, sir? Uh, the, the part, I heard the words swelling, blood, genitals, and pee, all within the same sentence. Let's go ahead and let's not include that. Possible side effects are painful erections, urinary tract infections, and it even says anything is possible. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> Could you imagine if your doctor talked to you like this about a new medication? So, doctor, this is going to really put my cancer into remission. Oh, guaranteed. This is great stuff. However, <laughs> you might have a clitoris the size of a walnut. You will bleed vaginally for several weeks. And possibly, now, mind you, I'm saying just possibly, but possibly worse. So there's your Spanish fly. I remember you could buy Spanish fly in the back of comic books when I was a kid. You could, like, mail in a dollar, and they'd send you Spanish fly. I never did. I got my Spanish fly on the streets, son. The original stuff. And lastly, we come to the funky cold Medina, so famously made famous by Mr. Tone Loke. Do you remember Tone Loke? Tone Loke does. Tone Loke likes to do the wild thing. <laughs> he was very big for that song. <clears throat> wild thing. Wow, did that just come out of my throat? That's weird. I was trying to do a Tone Loke impression. That's horrifying. That's going to require an exorcist. Anyway, uh, Tone Loke uh, likes to do the wild thing. He doesn't like it when he finds out that his prostitute is a man. And he also doesn't like to pay for prostitutes, uh, as he lets you know when she said she needs $50 to make you holler, I get paid to do the wild thing, Tone Loke exclaimed, say what? Yo, you must be joking. So we all know that Tone Loke doesn't like paying for male prostitutes. But what's Funky Cold Medina? Well, apparently it doesn't exist. It's just some ridiculous fucking drug that he made up. And everyone was like, what's Funky Cold Medina? I know what Funky Cold Medina. I'm fucking Funky Cold Medina. That's, <laughs> that was my nickname back in high school. Funky Cold Medina. No, that's so stupid. I'm not going to leave that in the show. Note to self, edit that. So that's your educational roundabout of the mythical drugs made famous by MTV Music Television circa 1980-something. One of them's alcohol. One of them is not real. And one of them gives you the ability to. That's right. To hop. Hop. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for myself right now. I'm never, ever, ever going to do a review of a porn again because uh, I don't like watching pornography. I don't even like watching people kiss on screen. It makes me so squirmy and yeah. So um, you guys got to understand that when I did the uh, Canadian porn with that guy that talked too much, that was like, I took one for the team there. So I hope you guys appreciate it. Remember there are still iHeart butt stuff stickers for sale on eBay for $1 and 99 cents. If you ask nicely at fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com, I might send you one free of charge. Still getting a lot of women customers. I'm really perplexed by that. So let's take a break. I've got a brand new sponsor with NBC. They got a fantastic show coming out. I'm very excited about it. I wanted to talk about it earlier, but I had to save the trailer. Remember, you heard it first here on Fat Guy Loves Cake with Joey Valentine. We'll be right back. This is Scarlett Johansson, and you're listening to Joey Valentine, the world's worst lover on Fat Guy Loves Cake. This summer, you better hold on tight to your yarmulke because NBC's got a brand new comedy that's just right for you. It's Jew and the Half Men. Hi, Vay. 
Watch what happens when an old Hasidic Jew has to live with his eight-year-old nephew. You gotta go live with your Uncle Murray. Oh, Mom, I don't wanna. Who the hell are you supposed to be? I'm your nephew, Jacob. Well, you look like the midget that brings my sausages. Listen to these two Jews get into all kinds of hilarious hijinks. Uncle Murray, where have you been all night? Hi, I was out all night with this Meshuggah. And after three bottles of Manischewitz, she schmutzed my shamoyo. I don't know what the f*** you just said, but gross. How will these two ever live together? Hi, kid. If I was you, I'd give that bathroom a few schmeckles to cool off. Uncle Murray, what did you eat? A little bit too much kafilka fish. I think I schmutzed in my trousers. That's right. Catch all of the Hanukkah fun you can have this Christmas on NBC, Jew and a Half Men. My bagels! Jacob, have you been f***ing my bagels? Sorry, Uncle Murray. It's okay. As long as you didn't stick your f*** in the cream cheese. <laughs> Two and a half men on NBC. Bing, bing, bing. All right, welcome back to Fat Guy Loves Cake. How about that Jew and a half men, huh? That sounds like a winner. I think it's going to be popular. You can read... <laughs> Did I cross a line? I don't think so. I am like one 116th Jewish, probably. Oh, yeah, right there. Oh, fuck, don't move. There it is. Should probably keep my finger off that button. Uh, <laughs> All right, so let's get some news going. A man in Nashville got sick after eating a Subway sandwich. Yes, that's right. That Subway, the one with the impervious record, no matter who their spokesperson is. A man ate a sandwich, and then he came down with hepatitis. Later on, many other people arrived at the hospital, finding out that they also had hepatitis. Come to find out that one of the employees, one of your trusted sandwich artistes, had been doing a little... Into the mayonnaise. <laughs> okay, that's not funny. I'm just laughing because I'm a stupid, childish, immature man-child. And the hearing, you know, it just makes me laugh every time. But no, that's fucking gross. The guy's been spunking in the mayonnaise, and then he served it to a bunch of people, and they all got hepatitis C. And that is just absolutely tragic. And I'll bet you didn't even hear about it. I bet nobody did. I don't understand. You know, I, I, maybe, you know, although let's not forget that I was the first one to mention that Kanye was untouchable. He's He went down. All right. So now I'm bringing Subway up. I don't even have to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. I mean, this this guy, this is like, you know, like how the Germans want to kind of forget about something that happened once. I would imagine Subway, like that name is outlawed in the offices of Subway. People probably sell his merchandise online, like the way people swap serial killer stuff, you know? Like, oh, I've got so-and-so serial killer sweater or whatever, you know? People are like, like Jared trading cards and shit. And I don't understand how Subway continues to thrive. Let me drop some fucking knowledge on you about Subway. It's the number one chain in the world. Not in America. The world. The whole blue marble. It's number one. And if you don't believe me, go ahead and bingle it right now. It's not McDonald's. It's not Coca-Cola. Well, Coca-Cola is not a fucking chain. But 
It's not McDonald's. That's who I would have fucking immediately said. They have McDonald's in Moscow during the fucking Cold War. And yet somehow Subway is the number one franchise in the world. And all they do is they make sandwiches. Now, I would understand if this was America, if it was number one in America, because Americans are fucking lazy, or entitled, or spoiled, or all three. But for the rest of the world, who the fuck is sitting around in the rest of the world thinking, like, I wish someone else would make me a sandwich? You just take bread and meat and vegetables, and you put them together, and you eat. I never, and I could say this because I never, ever, ever eat at Subway. So I have the right to rant. I'm not a hypocrite. You won't catch me in my car, fucking with the windows rolled up, ducking down, stuffing a fucking cold cut combo into my fat fucking mouth. No, I don't eat at Subway. I don't need someone to make, I can make a much, much better sandwich than Subway can. And I'll go and buy Oscar Mayer. I've seen the tuna. I've seen the, <laughs> the steak. I've seen the crab. I know for a fucking fact that ain't crab. I don't know what it is. It's probably tofu. It's crab foo. But whatever. I guess if people like what it tastes like, whatever. I mean, if you want to spend your money, if you want to pay someone fucking $8 to make you a sandwich, you can buy a little hoagie at the store for like 50 cents. Get some boar's head, slap that on there. You gotta, that's like the worst. Who's making them fucking rich? I've never understood the appeal of Subway. I'm paying someone to make me a shitty sandwich. This is the ultimate lazy. Burgers I get. There's a lot of cleanup. But come on. Sandwich artist? There's a great pickup line. I want to go to the club and I want to tell women that's what I do. What do you do? Oh, I, actually, I'm an artiste. Oh, have I seen any of your work? Quite possibly. Do you watch soap operas during the day? They run our ads talking about $5 footlongs. Speaking of footlongs... I hope you don't like footlongs because you're going to be very disappointed. <laughs> I'm an artiste. I'm a sandwich artiste. And I demand respect. I design sandwiches. All right, all right. I'll leave Subway alone now. But come on. Come on. Sandwiches. Just, I'm sorry. It's blowing my fucking mind. I can't, I, I can't get over it. It's just like telling me, like, the number one lemonade seller is the creepy guy with the van down the street that has a stand. Like, you mean he's outselling? Yeah, everybody, dude. The whole world. You mean that child molester looking guy with the Cheeto neck beard and the van with no windows that sits there in front of that, that Lucy Van Pelt reminiscent therapy stand? That guy is selling more lemonade than everyone? Yes. How? I don't know. I think he's roofie in the lemonade, man. Yeah, maybe so, but I have never slept better. I've gone to a dark place. <laughs> Joey, you're in the bad place. <laughs> okay, so that's going to do it for me. I'm, I'm coming back to the light. Thank you for tuning in to my post-Thanksgiving episode and lending me your ear for a little while. I, again, cannot reiterate enough how much I love all of you and I thank you for listening, and I hope that everyone, and I know a lot of people that are very near and dear to me, are listening. I love you all very much, and I think about you all the time. I'm sorry that I moved out to the sticks, but this is the way it has to be. Bad guy loves cake at yahoo.com is how you can reach me if you want me to talk about anything specific. I am always all ears. So please join me on Monday. I'm going to be talking about uh, Dungeons & Dragons in the style of Breakfast Club, hand symbols, and why are they fucking offensive all of a sudden? Uh, how Lafayette rhymes with makes your butthole wet. 
And <laughs> I'm just making shit up here at this point. Uh, the last one is a good one, though. Let me notate that. No, I really, I got a full fucking schedule for next week, so don't miss the show. Remember to discipline your children, spoil your kitty cats. Tell them, Patrick. Be nice. I'll see you guys on Monday. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Yeah, that's probably...